Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here. <laughs> you always say that like you're spitting it. <laughs> Mr. Joe is here. I always have to turn away. So Mr. Mark is here. Ah, man. Joe Mr. Rob back. is on the other side of the glass. Joe came back. Joe, come hey, on. He came back. He showed up again today. What the heck? When are you going to take a day off? You took one off about three years ago. You're due. I take days off when you take days off. I would miss you terribly if I weren't here. <laughs> I believe that'll tell you another one. <laughs> so, you didn't get to go hunting today? Uh, no, not this morning. Nope, I get to work today, so that's fine. Got to do some good sunrise interviews. Found out about Medicare Advantage plans this morning on sunrise, so that was exciting. And the Salvation Army getting ready for the Here for Good campaign. Getting so ready for good. those days when you need Medicare, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> five, six, seven years away, something like that. So, do you have a Medicare Advantage plan? Oh, indeed I do. Okay, we'll have to talk about that someday. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565 is not just random digits. Uh, that is our toll-free line. You can call us up. And the phones are jumping already. Oh, wow, super. <laughs> well, probably Eric and Stan, they love to uh, keep us going with good uh, pointed remarks. So, hopefully that I'm right. Uh, on the mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. You can check them out at sunburymotors.com. You can email us at on the market. WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We don't see any texts in the stack. Uh, Joe, you received an uh, email overnight, though, so go yes, ahead and look uh, at it that. Yes, it says, Joe, can we now assume, and I don't know why I wasn't here Friday, can we now assume all our local congressmen will stand on their principles and refuse any of this money for their districts? I assume he means the infrastructure money. Mm-hmm. They obviously didn't see any need with their no vote. And I would hope if any funds trickle down to your borough for the police, you will refuse to accept this money <laughs> as it is bad policy. Hey, let me tell you, you know how they get the votes for this? If you look at the congressman, the Republican congressman who supported it, uh, they were all from New Jersey and New York. Now, guess where the money's going to go? It's going to go to New Jersey and New York, Democratic strongholds, and probably some will trickle down into the districts of those congressmen. But I don't think Fred Keller's district and uh, will probably get a dime. Oh, okay. We'll have to pay attention. We we have to see if uh, the 9th District gets one dime of this money. Same with Congressman Muser, not one dime. Probably not with Dan either. So So we'll know in the months ahead if uh, Joe is wrong. He says all the money is going to these uh, Republican strongholds where the... No, no, no. Democratic Democratic strongholds strongholds, where the Republicans were able to... The few Republicans there voted in support of it. Well, we'll see if he's right. We are certain that he won't be. Another good listener asked why I didn't read a letter to Ben that we received last week, and that's because... I. I am dumb. I've tried to explain this to people, and I totally forgot. So remind me when the time comes, and we'll read that again. And did you see that Joe Biden's approval rating has sunk to the lowest level of oh, any president since World War II? Oh, my gosh. Poor guy. 
He's, well, making, well, he's, he's making Donald Trump look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's making Donald Trump our next president is what he's doing. All right, Stan, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Hey, good morning. Uh, hey, Joe, wasn't uh, was, is it Fitz, uh, Fitzpatrick or something from PA that also voted for that? Uh, yeah, he's the only one from Pennsylvania that voted for it. Yeah. Where's, where's his district at, so, you know? That's in western Pennsylvania, I'm pretty sure, but I don't know exactly where out there. Probably north of Pittsburgh. But anyways, okay. Probably. Now, uh, well, that ain't what I called. But uh, listen to some clips today from uh, mainstream media, mostly MSNBC with Joy Reid. She's, you know, and, and the racism that spews out of that woman's mouth is ridiculous, and they still allow her to be on the air. She was uh, doing an interview with uh, Michael Eric Dyson, which is another look, appears to be a racist. You know that Winsome Sears wins in uh, you know Virginia the lieutenant governor seat, but and she's black. You know, but but she's the how they put it. She is the new face, new black face of white supremacy. Right, the the black face of white supremacy. Right. All right, yeah. representative. Yeah, the black Hold face on, of white supremacy. Stan. And speaking on the legacy, <laughs> she's a black face speaking on the behalf of the legacy of white supremacy. Now, I'm, I'm sorry, but she is a Republican. And, and my understanding of the legacy of white supremacy would be the Democrats would have to be. She would have to be a Democrat to be speaking on the legacy of white supremacy. I think you've got just, that point well made. Yes. The Democrats yeah, are the so, ones who were very involved in suppressing black people over the last century. Right. And, and, you know, it's getting old. I mean, I don't know what these people want. And, uh, you know, if these, you know, a a black person, you know, I can't speak for a black person because I'm not one. But I would consider that pretty degrading and uh, bigoted to be told that I can't think for myself. (laughs) You know, you know, to have my own thoughts. If I don't uh, think that the party or the group think that I'm just evil. That, that That's pretty ridiculous, and in my opinion, quite bigoted and racist. Well, look at look at the lieutenant governor of Virginia, the lieutenant governor-elect. Uh, right. A naturalized American citizen, came here from Jamaica, served in the Marine the Corps. The right way. You would think if she were a Democrat, boy, they would be praising her to the skies. But she's not. Well, she happens be. to be a Republican, and so she's now the new black face of white supremacy. I love it. <laughs> And Joy Reid's not the, a racist. The, line, the, line, the story of the lines of the white supremacists are rolling off the runway of her tongue is how Dyson put it in the interview that he did, some nonsense like that. You know, and, and that Joy Reid, I don't know how she can stay on the air spewing <laughs> the racist stuff that she spews. It, it's ridiculous. You know, she's about as anti-white and probably, you know, she's anti-black. She's against, you know, Sears, so... You know, that would make her anti-black. That would make her pretty racist, in my opinion. I think opinion. she hates just, everybody. Just put then. that out there. Maybe she hates yeah, everybody. Well, <laughs> That's true, Bart. Maybe, I, maybe I would, she's not racist. She hates everybody. Maybe she's not a bigot of prejudice. She hates everybody. I may be wrong, but I would have to think that Dr. King would be appalled right. by what he would find in today's Democratic Party. Yeah, I, 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 I don't disagree with that. So I think he'd know, be appalled by what he sees in the whole nation. And, uh, you know, who pays a price for it? I think he'd probably be appalled by what he sees in the whole nation, particularly, I mean, the idea of using race as a uh, wedge 
issue instead of working towards actual progress, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. You know, you guys say that Democrats are the worst, so we'll just stipulate that so we don't have a stupid argument. But I honestly think that, you know, we have a long way to go on race in this country, whether it's Republican, Democrat policies, whether you're talking about classrooms or teachings or Black Lives Matter or policing. But can't you admit, Mark, that it is the people on the left who are loudly screaming about racism today? It's not the people on the right who are calling folks racist. You know, we're having a debate about ideas and philosophies, philosophies, and we're talking about policy. And yet, what side always manages to bring race into it and always says that the people who disagree with them are racist? It's not the left, or not the right. <laughs> it's not the right. So the right. country's gone to heck in a, in a racial handbasket, in other well, words. I think we need to stop this stuff. We stop, need to stop calling everybody that disagrees okay. with us a racist. All right, what, Joe's no got what the right idea. On. There's no problem with that. Uh, Brian Fitzpatrick is an American politician, according to Wikipedia, who represents Pennsylvania's first congressional district, representing some or all of Bucks County, oh, Philadelphia no, County, and that. Montgomery uh, County. Okay. Wrong way. That's wrong side of the down state. down that area. So. Yeah, Okay. That explains a lot. Yeah, it does. But uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, we're we're not living in in, in 1854 when when the you know the South was deep in slavery and you know and they were still selling slaves on the auction block. So I, I, I'm I'm getting a little no, a little still, bit fed no, up. No, Stan, Stan, you're wrong. Stan, out of these people. Stan, you're wrong. We are. We still do have slavery auction block. Oh, it's the NFL. Right. It's the NFL. <laughs> the NFL combines a right. racist slave auction. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, the the, the, the Vaughn, Colin Kaepernick. That's how he describes it. Although everyone that goes there is a volunteer hoping to make big bucks in the NFL. Right. Yeah. I don't believe the slaves that came over in the bottom of the slave. Chips were hoping to make big butt. Well, they were hoping right. to be free, but they weren't. Stan, you're and off. That, you're off the woke. Policy. You're not allowed to go to the woke train. I'm sorry, you're cut off. So, all right, thank you the, so the much, woke Stan. Train. What's woke about any of this? All right, Nothing, I got no, you. we're unwoke. No, that's the latest uh, buzzword <laughs> for the Republicans. We're snoozing, right, Stan? All right, we got you, yeah, Stan. Uh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Thanks for calling in, Tom. You are next up on On the Mark. We welcome your chit chat as well. You have an open mic. Well, now we just we just heard uh, five minutes from the. Uh, on the mark uh, correspondence from Crazy News Central. <laughs> and now we hear from Crazy Democrats. So Democrat. now we're going to hear the real news. Oh, I see. The nut news. Now, Joe Biden <laughs> just passed what Donald Trump passed, promised he would pass, and Joe Biden got the job done. <laughs> so I don't know why, why Stan and these other people all the time complaining about, complain about Joe Biden, and he's probably going to get the other one passed. Donald Trump only got one thing passed, major thing passed in, in his whole four years, and that was a tax cut for himself. Well, now, Joe has analyzed so, this and has found out that our area is not getting any of this $1.5 well, trillion. You know dollars. what? Our boy, your boy, I didn't vote for the guy, Fast Freddie Keller, he voted against it after saying he would vote for it. He said he would not support the bill as long as it was tied to the Build Back Better bill. It would had to be it had to be roads and bridges and actual infrastructure. That's what they gave him and he voted no again. So you can't the guy what happened was, I mean, but I don't care, is is uh, Steve Scalise and Kevin McCarthy told him you will vote for you will vote against this infrastructure bill. That's what I want you to do. And everybody did but 13 people. 
on his in that in the Republican Party. And now those thirteen people in the Republican Party, they got the same problem that Louis Cheney has. Because now they're outcast because they voted for it. And this this Fred Keller this Fred Keller is not any good for this district. He has not done anything for this district. He's against lead, getting the lead pipes out. He's against rail. He's against fixing the ports. He's against roads and bridges. He's against high-speed Internet. Yeah, but he's a representative. He's everything because he voted against it. He's against it. But he's a representative. He's to go to Washington yeah, and, and, and represent the... He votes, he oh, votes so he represents everything. his worthless constituents? Is that what you're saying? His he constituents hasn't done are worthless? anything for this area except go around and get his picture taken. Well, he has a lot That's of meetings. All he, does. he has a lot of and meetings. When they, and when they start doing these these projects in this in this area, I hope we get some of the money. Nope. Because I could use high speed internet out where I live. Nope. He'll, he'll be going around with a big smile on his face at all these ribbon cuttings and all these things, and he'll say, "Look what I did for you people," and he didn't do nothing. Nope, Joe's done the analysis of this, and uh, not one dime for us, if especially you, you. If you guys are done with your well, hates. Well, I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen, but this guy, this guy, the people thought they're going to put this guy in here, and he's a good old boy from Snyder County, and he's going to help this area. Well, he ain't doing nothing for this area. He votes against everything. Tom. I know you don't want to hear this, but I think probably Congressman Keller's problem with the bill is a problem a lot of us have with it, that it isn't just infrastructure, even within this it one. It is just infrastructure. It is not just infrastructure. Read the bill. Nobody's read the bill. That's the problem. It's 2,000 pages long, and nobody's read it. But there's a heck of a lot in there that isn't infrastructure. Like what? I haven't read the bill either, but I've heard reports. Well, I mean, there there are social things. Know? There are. I've heard the reporting on it from. Uh, Listen, Fox well, funnels have been talking about what, this. What isn't in there? He's just making excuses. No, there are there he are things in there. Support, he said he could not support the bill because it was tied to the Build right. Back Better bill, and now he voted against it. And he's he's no good for this area. He's no good. He's just no good. He's against giving people pay raises. All he wants to do is support businesses and cut taxes. <laughs> well, there's something wrong with that? What a pathetic loser. Yeah, boy, that's a horrible thing that he wants to do. Oh, my, <laughs> oh God. my gosh. How could he possibly want uh, to yeah, do that? Yeah, Tom, I would suspect that what because happened was that um, as the bill was being drafted, some version of it was acceptable to some Republicans and Congressman Keller. And if you've followed the past couple weeks in the news, some things got added, some things got taken out, and I would imagine that it... Uh, the things got taken out that made it somehow acceptable, and the things got added that made it unacceptable. So that's, I don't speak for Congressman Keller, and he certainly won't talk to us, but uh, that's what I would suspect. Anyway, Tom, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Well, you're absolutely wrong on that, because there were things added and subtracted from the other Build Back Better bill, but this bill here was already approved by the Senate a long time ago. How many months ago did the Senate approve this bill? Uh, it was about two months, uh, August, I think. Okay, it was passed exactly as it was brought over. Now, uh, the no. other bill, the Build Back Better bill, they've been adding, subtracting, and adding, subtracting for nothing forever, and they still don't have it, and they still don't know what's going to be in it and what isn't. But the other one, that was passed over in the, in the Senate, and it was brought over in the House and passed just the way it was in the Senate. 
All right, we got you. Thank you so much, Tom. Thanks for calling in. All right, 1-800-795-9565. One of our listeners sends us a note, says the feds finally made public a failed drone attack on the Pennsylvania grid. So we appreciate that. Uh, Tom, 10% of the infrastructure bill is actually infrastructure, and the rest is socialist crap. Uh, Tom, your grandkids and great-grandkids will pay for the socialist crap coming out of D.C., so you should be proud. Tom, it's, it's like the key <laughs> Word. Put in the keyword OTM and Tom. Uh, Joe Biden is a demented old fool, but you go ahead thinking, yes, he's in control. He's not. <laughs> and finally, good morning. President Biden didn't run on race numbers. He ran on build back better. He got bill number one done. Bill number two by Thanksgiving. Great job for the blue, says our blue good... Blue collar workers. Oh, I blue collar. Okay, I got you. All right, 1-800-795-9565. What's you know, when you, when you Google, I wanted to find out, I, I agree with it, that I don't, I think more than 10 percent of the bill is infrastructure but i wanted to find out what else was in it and you know mm-hmm. when you when you google that all you get are stories from the left-wing media praising President Biden for enacting an infrastructure bill. Oh, no, it's hard. You can't find you can't the specifics. See, okay. And when the question is, when you Google what is in the infrastructure bill, all you get are these wonderful articles about how magnificent the Biden administration is to have passed Well, it. one of the things... Uh, well, never mind. Uh, you, you know what's in the bill. I'm not going to have an argument about that. Okay, moving on. All right, we'd love to hear your topic uh, of selection today. It's a nearly open phones day, so give us a buzz. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. I mentioned at the top of the hour that On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. What do they do? Well, I haven't been on the campus of the Sunbury Motor Company in almost 12 hours, but I'll tell you this. they got a family-owned dealership that's chocked full of new vehicles of every type and make uh, on 4th Street in Sunbury. they got some new Kias over on Routes 11 and 15 at Homeless Wharf. If you want a particular truck or a particular Explorer or Excursion or Escape or Taurus, you name it, you're going to need to wait just a little bit. If you want the electric lightning truck or the new truck that came out with a sort of a retro truck, they announced that over the weekend. If you want one of those, you're going to have to wait a couple months, but then they'll get them in. But uh, sunburymotors.com is the place to start out. Contact the great team down there, Jeff Clock, Ernie and Austin and Jason and Alphonse. Uh, they'll get you hooked up and make sure that you learn all about uh, the Sunbury Motor Company and the you know, Ford, Kia, and Hyundai plus big trucks, little trucks, tow trucks, great big fat trucks. Baby, they got them down there as well. There you go. With big they would just—I know you—you take that personally. Large trucks. They're a master towing service too, with decades of damage-free experience. They got it all. Ultra comprehensive. It was on the campus of the Sunbury Motor Company on Saturday and then on Sunday, and uh, everything is intact there and ready to go. And they'll give you top dollar for your used vehicle as well. Sunbury Motor Company, SunburyMotors.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Sunbury Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Okay, I've got some of what's in this bill. You ask, and I'll give it to you. Awesome. This is from CNN, by the way. Oh, very biased. The bill calls for investing $110 billion. Now, this is out of $1.something trillion. $110 billion for roads, bridges, and major infrastructure projects. Some 20%... Well, so the investments would focus on climate change mitigation, resilience, equity, and safety for all users, including cyclists and pedestrians. Does that sound like real infrastructure to you? Also in the package is $11 billion for transportation safety, including a program to help states and localities reduce crashes and fatalities, especially of cyclists and pedestrians. According to the White House, it would direct funding for safety efforts involving highways, trucks, pipeline, and hazardous materials. And it contains $1 billion to reconnect communities, many disproportionately in uh, neighborhoods of color that were divided by highways and other infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So it's not about fixing our stuff. It's about equity and inclusion and all the other things. Right, the stuff you hate. Okay. We've I got don't that. hate it. I just think we, sh- we should label it for mm-hmm. what it is. I think the emperor has no clothes. Okay. OT- I hate to tell you, the emperor is fully clothed okay. in quite a significant raiment. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, and now the text, please. Alright. Maybe it was uh, the cancellation of the Keystone XL pipeline that cost thousands of jobs. That is good for blue-collar work Workers? No, it's not. And yeah, Biden is doing such great things for blue-collar workers, mandating a shot they don't want or they lose their jobs. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. One man who loves the vaccine mandate is on the line. Eric, go ahead. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, speaking of vaccines, I uh, have to report my grandchildren, uh, 7 and 9, both got their shots on Saturday, both doing very well. Donald got her third, also doing very well. Wife and I getting our third this week. Mom and Dad uh, later, later next week. So, uh, so uh, everyone's doing well. Uh, I'll, I'll start backing off this shot thing because uh, you know, not that they don't care about the rest of the valley, but you know, if you people out there just want to continue to risk yourselves and and risk death, problem is, uh, no matter what, you're filling up hospitals and you're taking beds away from people and getting for other things. I don't, th- I don't think that's true. You, I don't think we're have so a, full. You must have a nodding acquaintance with the Grim Reaper. <laughs> uh, I'd rather have a nodding acquaintance and be vaccinated than have a uh, personal relationship not being vaccinated. There you How's go. Well said. Holy smokes. That, right, that's that's, that's going to make <laughs> the highlight I just came from PT. I'm flying, though. So, uh, but, uh, yeah. Um, but my, my point still is this. If you don't want to get the shot, then you wear a mask. Simple as that. You know, th- th- there's reality of it. So, but my grand's got the shot. Uh, hopefully more kids' uh, parents are uh, open to that. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to pull the mask out of school for too awful long. Now, so. you, are you happy that uh, places like Geisinger and Evan are announcing you either get the shot or you lose your job? Well, considering that people already are, who are going there already, and obviously some sort of uh, impaired uh, condition isn't it? Isn't it actually getting to be the point of uh, 
of liability issue, Joe. Want to bring business into this? That if you find out that you have a a typhoid Mary or a typhoid Terry, and they make people sick, isn't that a liability issue back to Geisinger or Evan if they knowingly know that they allow people without their shots to be around people? That's an interesting question. I'd, I'm not so certain that they bear any liability if they take standard cleansing precautions and if they maintain other safety issues. I mean, hospitals always run the risk of how, allowing a, um, an infection to get loose, and they do Herculean work trying to prevent it. And I think exactly. that's true, but too, but they let, don't you require... You let your people run around and have the, their... Uh PPT and other basic immunizations, okay, so why would you allow them to run about this immunization? Because, well, how do you stop somebody from the cold from spreading that? Do you have any liability? Somebody gets a cold, gets pneumonia, and dies. It's the same thing, Eric. It's You know, you can't protect everybody no, no, from everybody. Because we know the chance of getting pneumonia from a cold versus which you get COVID and the uh, the liability and the intensity of that is two totally different things. Well, I'm not arguing about the efficacy of the vaccine. I'm arguing about whether or not people should lose their jobs over it. Now, you but, seem content to yeah, have people uh, be unemployed. Well, I worked at Fields Grove Center. You had to have different immunizations. We had to get the Heptavax shot back when I was there. Uh, we had to take a, a yearly um, DP, or, uh, for um, um, tuberculosis. That was part of, If you didn't take it, you got fired. Because, again, we, we were in a closed environment with, with a lot of immunized, suppressed people. And uh, that's it. That was part of the job. So it's part of the job. So if you don't like it, then maybe get in another line of work. But you're still, well, you're not, we're going to go round and round in this, and I'm sure people are bored by it. But, I mean, my my basic <laughs> feeling is that people, this is not your standard vaccine. I'm not going to argue that point with you because it isn't. It doesn't provide the same level of protection that, let's say, the smallpox vaccine does or the polio vaccine. And I can understand people having a hesitancy to take it. I have no such hesitancy. I've taken it. I'm going to get my booster. But, you know, I don't think people should be fired for having serious con- objections or concerns. And one of our listeners sends you a text, Eric, says, Eric, nice, you drank the Kool-Aid. But when you catch the COVID, be sure to let everyone know. There's a happy thought. Okay, Eric, when you get sick, please tell us. No, that's not. Give us a call. Not, us a call. <laughs> I sure will, Gun. That's good, gentlemen. Take care, All right. Eric. Another listener sends a text, says, Eric, who is taking liability for adverse reactions for the shot? Yeah, Good question. All right. We're going to continue our discussion. We would invite you to enjoy us uh, during the 9 a.m. hour. This is News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. It is now 9 a.m. Standard Time. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on back to WKOK's live telephone talk show. I'm doing, I'm channeling James Carville here. Welcome on back to WKOK's On the Mark so program. You, the raging pine nodder. <laughs> yeah, what, what did he say? Uh, looks like they've had an overdose of wokeism, the, the Democrats <laughs> right. did. they got to fix that. All right. Uh, we are enjoying open phones today, nearly open phones. The topic of your selection would be fine. We talked a little bit about uh, the new infrastructure bill that is all 
all roads and bridges and oh, right, uh, just a right. few soft items in there that Joe hates. But uh, there are some uh, actual roads and bridges. But none of it's coming to our area. That's the important thing. So uh, all of the things are for urban areas. None of it's for us. So we're not going to be able to benefit at all. Although we do, our grandkids get to help pay for it. So that's the interaction that happens in our region. Uh, talked a little bit about the booster shots and vaccines and vaccine mandates. So maybe you have some thoughts about that. Uh, we got 150 individuals in the Geisinger system let go because they declined to participate in the vaccine mandate that is part of the Medicare system that trickles down from the federal government. Evangelical Community Hospital tried to give voluntary opportunities for testing, but then the Medicaid and Medicare folks say, no, you got to have a, uh, a COVID uh, vaccinated facility 100%. So they changed their tune. They've, uh, they're going to have that uh, talked about as time goes on. Uh, we would invite you to email us, but somehow I broke the email. I'm not sure. No. What, it's not, it's broke not working. You broke the email? I did. <laughs> it's not working. But the text is working. So text us at 70236. Uh, one of our listeners says, Tom always berates the President Trump tax cuts. Just wondering, were his taxes lowered at all? Oh, was it just rich Republicans who benefited? I was wondering. Uh, and another listener says, Tom is wrong in so many ways. I guess he's a consumer of mainstream media. Mainstream media, that would be like that. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number on the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. You can email us at onthemarketwkk.com. I'm hoping to get that up and running shortly. I can't even remember the password, so that's how bad it is. You can text us at 70236, include the key word OTM. Uh, in the headlines, U.S. Congressman Fred Keller and Congressman Dan Muser both voted no on the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. Congressman Muser of the 9th District said, I have strongly supported a standalone transportation infrastructure and revitalization bill for months, but the American people don't want this. They don't want us to make government bigger. They want us to make our country better. This bill doesn't do that. Congressman Keller of the 12th District said, quote, I voted no on speaking Pelosi's infrastructure bill Friday night because it does more to put our kids and grandkids into debt than it does to fix roads, bridges, and critical infrastructure that Pennsylvania's Pennsylvanians rely on. Less than half of this bill goes towards traditional infrastructure. And the bill was approved by the U.S. Senate and uh, is awaiting the president's signature. I guess he's going to have a schmancy ceremony. Uh, probably, uh, probably not in uh, Rehoboth, where he is right now. Montoursville State Police verified that spike strips and pit maneuvers were used to stop a vehicle that was eventually stopped and crashed uh, in Lycoming County. 31-year-old Alan Sejas of Brunswick, New Jersey, who was jailed in Lycoming County Prison on several separate charges. Uh, troopers say a burglary was reported in Loyal Sock Township, Lycoming County, around 1 a.m. October 30th. The vehicle fled the scene into Union County. Troopers did use spike strips and uh, pit maneuvers to finally stopped the vehicle. Uh, the driver, Alan Sejas of Brunswick, New Jersey, facing a series of charges there. With the winter weather turning, with the weather turning colder, Pennsylvania's top health official was asked about the outlook for COVID-19 during this winter. 
Acting Health Secretary Allison Beam says the State Department of Health will be monitoring several factors to understand what this winter will look like when it comes to COVID-19. There's no perfect template to apply to what we're heading into this season. Of course, a differentiator over last year are the vaccines. And so we are going into this winter with a layer of protection and a tool that was only starting to be rolled out in January and December of last year. With some of the largest coronavirus outbreaks in long-term care facilities and prisons, last winter. Beam says that health officials have worked to vaccinate people who live and work in those places. With all that's been learned in the last year, Beam hopes people will take the steps necessary to protect themselves from the virus this winter. Mark Sims, News Radio 1070 WKOK. More fallout for Aaron Rodgers after he says he's not vaccinated against COVID. The Wisconsin-based healthcare organization Previa Health and the Green Bay Packers quarterback have ended their partnership. Uh, he's been their spokesman since 2012. As if it weren't bad enough, the 37-year-old was spoofed on an SNL. Pete Davidson played him Saturday night. I saw that. It was particularly unfunny, I thought. <laughs> and let's see. Finally, Big Bird got his COVID shot, and that has irritated Ted Cruz. He wants kids to show that they should get a COVID shot, too. Uh, He talked about it on CNN. Ted Cruz called him out, saying he was brainwashing children. Big Bird brainwashing children. Right. And after Big Bird tweeted that his wing was a little sore, the Texas senator uh, (laughs) called his health update, quote, government propaganda for your five-year-old, unquote. Big Bird's been an advocate for vaccines for decades. An old clip has surfaced of the Sesame Street star standing in line for a vaccine back in the 1970s. Well, you know, nobody vaccinates birds anyway. I wonder why he thinks it's government propaganda. Who, Big Bird? Yeah. Ted Cruz. Oh, Ted Cruz. Well, they're certainly encouraging people to get the vaccine. Right, but Big Bird doesn't work for the government. Well, that's debatable. I think Big Bird is a shill for the government. Okay, (laughs) like you're a shill for Penda. All right, 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. Next caller standing by. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Mike, go ahead. One coming in. Yeah, good morning. I eventually want to get to our greatest national security threat, but first I want to uh, mention on Friday... Uh, you guys were talking about the uh, football game with Lewisburg and Jersey Shore and the horrendous field conditions about that. I, and I actually was interested, and I traveled up there to see that firsthand. And uh, first of all, Lewisburg has a very nice football team. Uh, they were a little bit outmanned, but they did not give up, and they fought very hard. So uh, kudos to the Lewisburg football team, and uh, looking forward to next year for them. And secondly, I had the best darn chicken soup Oh, I said in front of my wife. I had the second best chicken soup I've ever had in my life at the bandstand. So, Chili's Grove fans, when you guys go up there, check out that bandstand for the chicken noodle soup. It was great. And then finally, the last thing about that game, the, the field conditions were not ideal, but I noticed that both teams played on the same field under the same conditions. So, in that light, I, I, I think the uh, criticism of the Jersey Shore football field was unwarranted. Okay, I didn't hear anything about it. So, well, I, this was Ben said the field's in terrible condition, but uh, would not Jersey Shore have an advantage? They're used to the horrendous conditions, and they might be new to Lewisburg. They play on turf at home. Actually, from my pers- from my perspective, Mark, I looked at the game and I thought that the bad field conditions worked in the favor of Lewisburg. But that that's a whole other story. We're not going to get into the <laughs> individual players on the field. In any case. Uh, our greatest national security threat. You know, every day 
we're here in Washington talking about it. You know, this is the greatest national security threat. That is the greatest. You know, they're all great. Okay. Well, you know, in my mind, China is our greatest national security threat. But right up there is the fact that during the 2016 election campaign, we had a hoax, a hoax perpetrated by the Democrats to try to disparage a presidential candidate, and it carried over in to once he was in office. And to this date, I don't, I mean, there's been a couple of arrests, uh, a prosecution here or there, but the truth has not come out. It hasn't been carried. And if this does not get resolved so that those responsible for that basically treasonous activity are not held accountable, what, what is not punished will continue. And to me, that is the greatest threat to America. And I want to go on record as saying... Now, I, know, I think I know what you're talking about, of course, but you better be clear so everybody knows what was so treasonous. Okay, so uh, Hillary Clinton's campaign had people that fabricated lies that Donald Trump was a stooge for the Russians, okay? And that was going on during the campaign, and we had all types of people testifying or, you know, leaking things that Trump was colluding with uh, Russian and Putin and all that business to undermine the United States. And they, that did not keep him from getting elected, as you remember. And then once he was in office, he was actually impeached for that, that type of behavior that he never committed, or at least we never have that on record. But what we are getting on record now is that the Democrats and their campaign conspired, and the FBI aided them by falsifying documents and, uh, and lying in public. So the bottom line is, it was essentially a deep state move against Donald Trump. And it was not been punished, and that which not does get punished will end up getting repeated when the necessary time comes. But didn't they just and bring that, charges against somebody in this issue? I thought I saw over the weekend that they brought charges against somebody who lied to the lied to Congress or lied to somebody about uh, his involvement in the Steele dossier. Okay, Joe, your response really outlines why I think this is important. Because you are an extremely knowledgeable person, and you don't know that individual's name. You don't know exactly what he's being charged with. So if you don't know that, probably 95 or more percent of the American people don't know it either. And to me, it is so important for our democracy. We, we talk about our democracy is in threat, you know, with the, the voting laws in 18 states that have been passed already and all that business. When in reality, the greatest threat to our democracy and, and hence our national security is the fact that we had treasonous activity against a candidate and then subsequent when he was in office, and that has not gone punished to the fullest extent. We had, uh, what's his name, Schiff, the senator from, uh, was it from California or New York? I don't, I don't know for sure. But he was coming out of meetings saying that he's seen horrendous and heard horrendous information about uh, Trump committing treason. And none of that was ever proven. None of that was ever true. So we had a senator lying about what he heard in a confidential meeting, and he hasn't gone uh, punished. So that, that's my whole point. Even myself, I try to look at all this and try to understand it, but it is very complicated. I'll, I'll say that. But the bottom line is, very bad things done in the name of the Democrat Party and their allies in the deep state 
and it has not gone totally punished, yet alone. How many years? This what we're on five or six years since most of this stuff went on. All right. Well, you let's see. Well, the, uh, uh, New the York. guy, just so you know, the guy was Igor Danchenko. And he was a primary subsource for the Steele dossier. Yeah, you, uh, let's see. New York Times reports, this is Friday, this was a while ago, the U.S. Justice Department has arrested a source for lying repeatedly to FBI agents who investigated the infamous Steele dossier, which was used to justify the investigation of the former President Donald Trump alleged ties to Russia. The man, a Russian national named Igor Donchenko, who works at, in the U.S. as an analyst, provided information that British ex-spy Christopher Steele would use in his dossier. Its contents were infamously leaked and alleged uh, conspiracy between Trump and his staff to coordinate and cooperate with the Russian government. Of course, you know what the fallout was from there. So there are some charges, and that's what they're for. So. I like one of the right. one of the guys said, but honestly, the indictment drives home what a rinky-dink operation was the dossier, a sham, and any news organization <laughs> that attributed credibility to its findings, and there were quite a few, needs to go back and correct the record. Right. Exactly. How many times did we have breaking news about another development <laughs> in the dossier? On and on and on. All right. Yeah. Well, we have breaking and news, sir. We got another caller coming, but we'll give you a ten seconds if you have to wrap. It, if this does not get resolved properly, it is our greatest threat to our democracy. Fair right, enough. We got, well, we got plenty of them going around. Thanks a All lot. right. Thank you so much, Mike. Mike. Take care. Uh, Cindy, you know what time it is. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. When it comes to car <laughs> buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com, selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, Rob Center, our fabulous producer. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. You are the star of the show. The particular star we're going to hear from right now is Cindy from Shamoka Dam, Pennsylvania. Good morning, Cindy. You're on the mark. Good morning, gentlemen. Isn't it a gorgeous fall day? Couldn't First, tell I you. want to say thank you to the group <laughs> that cleaned up uh, Sierra Club, that cleaned up along the highway. Good for them. I pr- always appreciate volunteerism. But on to answering a question. Earlier, someone during the rabid discussion about vaccines that always seems to launch this show, someone called in or emailed or texted and said, what happens if you get injured by a vaccine? Well, I can answer that question. Here in the United States, back in the 80s, they developed a program called the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. And if you're injured by a vaccine that's approved by this program in this country, then you are compensated by your fellow citizens for your injury. 
Does that include these vaccines, Cindy? Yes, it does. The COVID vaccines are covered. I looked, Joe. I knew you would ask that question, <laughs> and so I was prepared. Wasn't that good, teacher? Joe's a, a step behind Cindy. That's it. We'll make a note of that. Always. <laughs> so you put in an application, make the claim that you've been injured by the vaccine. It's reviewed by a group in this organization, which is under the federal government, of course. They decide if you've been injured. They write you a check. We pay out millions of dollars a year currently. It isn't that people haven't been injured by vaccines. That's true. Uh, Joe points out one, the swine flu vaccine, which I believe was late 70s. Yeah, when around I was in 70, school. 75, 76, right. 77. I, fortunately, I dodged the bullet. I ran out and got it, and happily, I did not end up with the complications. They pulled that vaccine off the market after they had injured quite a few people. So it, um, we do have a program, and the answer is you pay for it. You, the people who pay taxes in this country, pay for it, okay. the injury. And you any idea how, how many times they actually accept the claim as opposed to rejecting it since it's run by the government, who also endorses the vaccines? Well, these are the people that give $450,000 apiece to people who commit crimes and have their children taken from them while they're in prison. <laughs> right. Well, they haven't done it yet. They're, so, no, they're think just considering big, it. Joe, think big. Um, I'm, I'm glancing quickly down here. The court orders uh, HHS to award compensation. And even if your petition is dismissed, you can appeal it. And then, of course, then you get it anyway. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, I don't see the data here off the top of my head. Okay, well, maybe about it's how in much there. they pay out. There's a whole big website. Um, my about arm's it. a little sore. The from National Vaccine Injury <laughs> Compensation Program just rolls right off your tongue, doesn't it? My arm's a little sore from my booster. Maybe I'll be eligible. I don't know. I would think you'd need a more substantial uh, injury than that. <laughs> but you know, but you I could be mistaken. I shouldn't shouldn't make those assumptions. You touched on something else and the $450,000. I got a big kick out of President Biden calling it a junk story when uh, Steve Peter Ducey asked him about it. And garbage. then his own, own yeah, garbage story. And then his own administration walks it back. And then yesterday I saw a clip from Biden saying, I have no problem, though. You take your kids away from their parents at the border. They deserve some compensation. So, I mean, the guy can't even talk straight. He doesn't well, know what's if, going if on. If we're going to actually do this ridiculous thing, then we should send them immediately on a plane at our expense back to their country of origin. Because if they go back to their country with a million dollars, they're the richest people on the road. <laughs> That's the story I'm hearing. These impoverished places. So send them back with their million dollars, and they'll be the richest people there. Boy, they sure would be, wouldn't they? <laughs> and they can continue their I mean, they not search. only want this, they want the extra bonanza of being given permanent residency in the United States. They want, you know, what was that called in that uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the golden ticket? They want the golden <laughs> ticket. But it's just and for committing a crime. This is the part I love the best. They commit a crime. I mean, if you get arrested for robbing a bank, if I were to be arrested and I had dependent children, who pays my dependent children for the inconvenience of their mother being put away in jail? Nobody. Nobody. And this is no different than that. That's no probably next that. on their list, Lindy. Uh, Cindy. They're probably planning on putting that out somewhere in the near future. Well, this, these people, these parents, made a conscious decision to violate the laws of the United States of America. It, it is irrational to reward that behavior. It's irrational. Yeah, I think the nicest I, thing I think we can do is, is put them on a nice plane 
back to their country. Yeah, origin. make every effort to get them reunited with their kids if we can. And, you know, in some cases they, they're hopelessly separated, so we can't get them matched up. But it would seem to me that you could, if if that was our goal, we could use DNA or something. We know where all the kids are or went. You know, we didn't deport kids, so but we know they're, they're somewhere in the U.S., so why can't we find these kids and get them matched up? They're not just compensating. As I understand it, they're not just compensating people whose kids are lost. They're compensating people whose kids were temporarily misplaced. Right. No, no, I get that. I'm, I'm familiar with the story. I'm I mean, just saying. The problem saying. has or also been rectified. Or not even misplaced. Just, and why were these children taken from their parents? Because the parent was going to jail. We don't make the habit of incarcerating children <laughs> the kids. with their parents. The <laughs> you parent get... <laughs> broke the law. The parent was going to jail pending a decision about their uh, violations, and the children were not put in jail. That seems like a pretty rational decision to me, but no. Now we have to say, oh, that was so unfair. Yeah, I don't we think this is going to work. We should have just allowed the whole crew in. I think this know? is going to get back down before it ever takes effect. I doubt it. Did you see him oh, waving really? his okay. hands this morning and rah, rah, rah? I mean, <laughs> just, it's, it's irrational. It. After saying but it this, wasn't this true. The administration <laughs> is majoring in irrationality. They've got it all sewn up, so. <laughs> yeah, I was going to think that President Biden was going to be an improvement over President Trump. I'm not sure that that's going to be safe to say much longer. Well, I mean, the and way his approval going. rating is going down the tubes. Is it's it? down to 38% in a new uh, poll that was released this morning. It wasn't. Uh, that's normal. Joe, that a president's approval ratings declines after they take office. Well, that's the lowest <laughs> since World War II. Of no, I'm just I'm, I'm channeling Jen Ducey. Well, isn't, Jen, it, isn't it surprising Sally, after they passed that bill? You know, that I thought the bill, they were buying his, his goodwill, right? He was going to be out there handing out checks with a big fat stogie in his mouth. And, you know, now, even though they've passed this bill, they're not seeing the hooray, ha ha, huzzah that they anticipated for doing this. And I do believe that there will be issues about this bill. Do you remember, I mean, do are we really so so uh, you know, unable to review the past? We're not talking the way, way past. We're talking in 2008 when the market crashed, they passed that humongous bill of infrastructure. Do you remember that? Yep. And, you know, what did Governor Rendell do but put up signs a million miles to put up your seatbelt? And this was supposed to save our economy, these million-mile signs, which I'd like to point out are gone now. But they came up with all these, remember this phrase, shovel-ready jobs, which turned out to be false. There were no shovel-ready jobs. But they handed out money, hand over fist, like to Solyndra, half a billion dollars, $500 million to that company, which within a year was gone. Gone with all our money. All right, we now, got you, now Cindy. Now we've learned nothing. Here we are, rinse, repeat, on a grander scale. We're going to do it <laughs> on a repeat. grander scale. Are they going to lower my gas taxes now that they're going to give Pennsylvania no. just billions of dollars no. to no. fix the roads? No, no, no. No, no. No, no I'm going to pay the higher. In fact, they're actually campaigning down in Harrisburg to raise taxes even higher, even though they've raised increase the license fee, the registration fee, and the uh, gas tax all up in that bill. Don't tell me. Don't go there, Joe. Don't go there. And now... Local radar. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least he's changed his tune. Right. Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, thank you so much, Cindy. Appreciate the call. 1-800-795-9565. We got one call coming in, but we'll take more comers. 1-800-795-9565. Hi, everybody. Steve Jones will preview Penn State football and talk recruiting today. 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. 
All right, uh, text right at the top. Says, Joe, watch the clip of Biden when he said he had no problem with paying illegals after he said the report was garbage. His demeanor is concerning. Those demeanors often concerning. (laughs) And the story is, I mean, he actually did call it garbage. Uh, One of the reporters over the weekend said, you said last week that this report about migrant families at the border getting payments uh, was garbage. The reporter said before Biden interrupted him to say, no, I didn't say that. (laughs) Let's get it straight, the president said. You said everybody coming across the border gets $450,000. The reporter then clarified, so the number is what you had the problem with. Biden responded that it was the number he took issue with. But Biden didn't explain that. He just said the whole report was garbage and walked off. Then when his administration had to backtrack, and it turns out they're doing it, now it's a different thing. He said, if in fact, because of the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child, Biden said, raising his voice and pointing his finger, you lost your child. He's gone. You deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstances. And he says he has no idea what the final compensation figure will be. Well, that's true. I, mean, I, I imagine that much is true. Nobody knows how these things go. They ought to go to trial is what they ought to do, and so we can see all this kind of laid out. Uh, Bob, thank you for waiting. Go ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah. Uh, actually, what Joe Biden was said, you have never lost a child, meaning he lost a child. He knows what it's like to lose a child. So that's what he was saying. And uh, Biden is a blessing over Trump, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's been proved now by science that masks did keep the flu down to a very minimum last year. So it is uh, making. Uh, Where where'd you read some, that report? Where's that science? What science proved that? I, I'm not familiar with that story. With the flu. It's well, common the, sense. You said yeah. you, the <laughs> science has proved over the last year the masks have kept the flu down. I want to know what the source is for that claim. I haven't seen that well, story. It's been on ABC. It's been on several news stations. If you need it, I'll send it to uh, you. I haven't seen it. I'd be very interested in reading that. But I also like to say, you know, these people coming into our country for a better life, they're only doing misdemeanors. They're not doing felonies. They're not robbing a bank. If you go to a bank and rob it, you usually have a weapon, don't you? These people are not coming in our country with weapons and threatening, if you don't move or give me money, you know, I'm going to shoot you. That is, you know, that's the right wing. Oh, so small uh, crimes are okay. In other words, violating well, the, yeah. a small law, that's all right. So let's see, what would be a misdemeanor? A misdemeanor would be uh, assault. So if Speeding I walk up it. and punch somebody in the... No, that's a, that's a summary offense. A misdemeanor okay. is a crime. For example, if I slugged Mark or Mark slugged me with simple assault, that would be a misdemeanor. If he beat me over the head with a club, that would be felony assault. As long as it wasn't racial. <laughs> but justifiable. <laughs> but does it matter what it and is? It's it's a misdemeanor is a crime. And yeah, people go to jail for misdemeanors. That's usually a fine. No, people go to jail for misdemeanors. Well, I had somebody smash my, uh, my truck mirror the other day at a public sale, which is crazy. And I got to go to court because he's pleading not guilty over it. And so this is, is that a misdemeanor? I mean, he... He, he threatened my life, but I can't prove it because I don't have it unrecorded or well, documented or anything like that. You have to tell uh, us yeah. that. You see the complaint. We haven't seen that. Could be a misdemeanor. And if their charges were filed, as far as it would Russia be. Goes, do you remember Trump asking them for Hillary's emails? So Hillary wasn't asking Russia to help her. 
All right. She may have been. And they did and help. They did help. Her. Is starting to require everyone to be vaccinated or be under testing on January 4th, which I think it's about time. It should have been this way months ago. And they're going to fire the people. Everybody gonna, else should. They're going to fire them if they don't do it? Well, I don't know what's going to happen. No, they're going to have to do weekly testing. So you're going to pay for it. All right. We've got more calls coming well, in. Go employee, ahead. The employee right, has to pay day. for the test. Okay. Right. Thanks, Bob. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate that. Uh, our good producer, Rob Center, found this joke. Can you read Says, that? Since the novel coronavirus began its global spread, influenza cases reported to the World Health Organization from the northern and southern hemispheres have dropped to minute levels. The reason, epidemiologists think, is that the public health measures taken to keep the coronavirus from spreading, notably mask wearing and social distancing, also stopped the flu. Right. Well, that's just common sense. But look at look at the onerous mitigation factors that we had gone. I mean, we had lockdowns. We had businesses closed. We were locked inside. We had Joe in an oxygen-filled tent. Um, and uh, so, I mean, it, it only makes common sense that we had less flu. And that article was from Scientific American, incidentally. I don't know who the author was. But in any event, uh, it, but it only makes sense. And we know just anecdotally well, there that there no was flu, less flu. There was no right. flu season at all last so, year, and I'm sure, I know. I'm sure all all of our mitigation was a factor there, not just masks. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Dan has been patiently awaiting. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Before I start with the fall of the money, I want to thank Mike from Bloomsburg. I was talking about that steel dossier four years ago, and a lot of people looked at me as a conspiracy theorist, and now... It's coming out how they used that to spy on Trump and how they, they tried to get rid of him through the deep state. But all that's coming out now. And I saw it in the paper. It was in the, in the back underneath where, you, you know, people could easily miss it. But I did see that. But anyway, follow the money. Uh, on Cheryl Actus and I yesterday brought out the fact like these big medical institutions are getting tons of money from the feds UPMC which we have in our area they got five over 500 billion dollars a grant for through because of COVID-19 now guess why They'd be interested in getting that COVID shot in everybody and getting their employees to follow the, the COVID lie. That's, they, the feds have their fingers in on it, and that's why they're firing people. You follow the government line or you're out the door. The so-called compassionate left They'll put you right out of work. If that's <laughs> compassion, please don't be kind to me. Oh, they love you, Dan. They just want you to be healthy. <laughs> they just want you vaccinated, darn it. They want you to get your booster. Or else. I mean, get vaccinated or else. Yep. And, uh, and all the, now, if you invested your money in Moderna and all, and the different facts, all the, all them vaccines, so-called vaccine manufacturers, you'd be a billionaire. They listed all, she had eight 
people that invested some money in it. Now they're all billionaires. And we all know Bill Gates invested a lot in Moderna, like he needs more money. Of course, he made billions on it. And so follow the money, and you'll know what's going on. How did you say Bill Gates made billions on the vaccines? Yeah, he invested in Moderna. Oh, I'm investing. Moderna, Moderna. He invested. Yeah. Okay, well, you, he you and I could have. He didn't. Money he didn't in it. His and, foundation and put money into it. His foundation. Not him personally. Yep, he put money in it. and His foundation and, or put his money foundation, in it. Him or his foundation. Right. Yeah. And guess what? Now they're pushing it all overseas. Or, and he's still making, you know, his More uh, whatever. They're making More billions. tons of money coming in. And he promotes this like it's a, he's one of the ones that promote this to get it all over the world, to get this in the arms of people, you know. So you just have to follow it, and you'll see what's going on. All right, we got you. Thank you so all much. Right, you guys have a great day. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank you so much. Uh, Jim, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Um, that, that guy stole my thunder. Um, it's always follow the money trail, always, and you'll you'll see what's what. And uh, these uh, boosters, you'll probably need one every month, and they make eight hundred dollars at a time. So, um, or what, some amount like that. And uh, of course, they're going to want you to get more boosters because <laughs> they they want to make more. It's all about money. But um, the other the other part of all this is that. Uh, uh, whatever happened to HIPAA laws? You know, I thought your medical information is nobody's business, but you and your doctor. They're still in, they're, they're, that? they're still in force, but you know, you're right. I, I I think that demanding people produce evidence that they've had a specific medical procedure does seem to me like it ought to be a violation of the HIPAA rules. Well, it, it is in violation of the HIPAA rules. So, at what point does uh, you know all this? Um, matter and, but, and so it, if you have a D behind your name you can change the law or do anything you want and everyone's supposed to comply the bottom line is that a mandate is not a law uh, and, and people need to stand up and fight back and um, it's going to require all of us to stand up and fight back and no matter what's behind your name you ought to be uh, aghast at the way this is going and how they're doing things and you know you, uh, your body is your body not the government you're not a ward of the state and they have no right to be doing what they're doing and everybody should fight them well so. did you see the airline I forget what airline pilot group it was it, uh, it was may have been United I'm not certain about that but they they conducted a demonstration yesterday in front of the Charlotte Mecklenburg Airport um, demanding that the mandate be rolled back. I mean, so we're about to see traffic disrupted over the holiday weekend or over the holidays because the, the airline pilots are apparently going to take a stand and refuse to get the, either the vaccine or to be ordered off their jobs. And I, I can't say well, that I blame we them. We should support these people who stand up for their rights and your rights. Um, doesn't I mean whether you like what they're doing or don't like them, you should support them because um, when when all this stuff goes away, if they can do it to you whatever the hell they want, 
well then uh, we've lost America and it's too late so I would hope that people would continue to to say no and uh, uh, as far as uh, how, how many people have to die before uh, well that oh that's the other thing um, Google Bill Gates <laughs> And in 2010, he said he'd like to see a world that only had 500 million people in it. So this could be a depopulation <laughs> thing. And uh, this you know, is how to be. achieve it. All right, we huh? got you. We yeah. got you. Right. Bill Gates right, is certainly bye. doing some yeah, odd stuff, you. I guess. All yes. right. Yes, he is. Bye. Thank you Thanks, so much Jim. for calling in. All right, we got to take another quickie break. Read those three texts super fast, and then we'll Was, take the break. Wow, Bob, Russian collusion be be Trump. <laughs> Has been proven uh, about Trump has proven to be a lie. You still believe it? Actually, it was Hillary who campaigned the Hillary campaign that colluded. And hey, Bob, which laws are American citizens allowed to violate? The illegal is treated better than the citizens. And yes, Bob, China and Russia agrees with you. Biden is a blessing to them, but he's a disaster for America. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Shade Mountain Winery invites you to the annual Progressive Open House with Penn's Creek Pottery and the Country Squire, Saturday, November 13th. Start at Penn's Creek Pottery, then make your way to Shade Mountain Winery and the Country Squire in Sealands Grove. Enjoy all the wonderful gift-giving options at all three small businesses. Penn's Creek Pottery will feature Steve Strauss and Mary Beth White. All right, let's get going to the phones. we got a short amount of time, and two callers are waiting. Bob from Northumberland, Pennsylvania. You're on the mark. Go ahead. Good morning. Didn't when they they brought those people over here, the families and the units, they knew that they were going to be separated. Would you left your kids be separated to come into the country? I wouldn't. Have. Sure, it's a bizarre investment scheme. You get. Uh, I mean, it was it was deterrent right off the bat. Secondly, a lot of the kids came with nobody. And the other thing I heard the other day in Fox, the wall is down there. There's enough material to cover 100 miles. It's paid for. It belongs to us, the taxpayers. And Texas will let them put it up, but the government won't let them have it. Yeah, I heard that story, too, that they bought and paid for all these supplies, and they're sitting there rusting instead of being put up and maintained when they would actually have some benefit. I I think if Biden had just said, look, we're not going to build any more, but we're going to finish what's been started so we don't waste this money. But I don't think he could do that politically. It would just be terrible. Well, and I, I have said this before. I'll say it again. If the President Biden put border security in the Build Back Better boondoggle, it would get a lot more votes. If it had actual fixes for some of the dilemmas that we have, we understand that he's fixing societal ills and issues. Okay, that says he is. Well, that's fine. We can have that discussion. But 
to 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 do this in the face of an enormous crisis that's going unmitigated on a moment to moment basis is ridiculous. Sure, it is. I think the other fact is too. What you said about him saving money. When did this start? I don't, think he saved money. A, I don't think he saved yeah, a dime. <laughs> <laughs> Biden and saving money aren't two phrases they don't that go together. Go together. They, don't, they, don't go well, they don't go well together. Well, no. when, you're, when you're talking about giving almost a half a million dollars per person yes. to people who are, came into this country illegally, I think, you know, there's just no common sense to that. I agree with Cindy. It's, a, it's bizarre beyond belief. Yeah, we're going to have You trouble. broke our laws. Here's a half a million bucks. Have a nice day. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. All right. We'll see you. Uh, Greg, you're up next. Go right ahead. Greg, go ahead. Turn off the radio. (laughs) Turn off the radio. You're on the air. Okay. Just a good question, food for thought. Um, Is the vaccine really a vaccine? Because aren't vaccines like smallpox and measles intended to prevent the disease? Right. But they all have breakthrough infections. A breakthrough through a vaccine is not uncommon. Yeah, but we've been told outright that the shot only prevents or lessens the symptoms. It doesn't prevent you from getting it. So you can't really define it as a vaccine. It does help you. It is a vaccine. It does help you from not getting it at all. You develop antibodies that stop it in your nose and then or in your respiratory tract, and then it prevents you from... It's a vaccine. You'll just have to stipulate that it's a vaccine. To to have an argument whether or not it's a vaccine seems immaterial. Not necessarily. I don't agree, Mark. I don't either. Food for thought. So you guys have a good day. I think a vaccine is supposed to actually provide some sort of permanent Well, I think in the past we thought of vaccines as having significant more ability to stop an illness. But, uh, you know, okay, let's stipulate. Okay, it's not a vaccine. Where does that leave us? Well, it's no still, different. No, we, it, it's just, but, you know, when, I, when you mandate the smallpox vaccine, you can get that with the assurance that it's been tested over years and years and You're years. You're just repeating slowly what I just said. No, let's I'm say that that's a vaccine, and let's say the COVID-19 vaccine isn't a vaccine. Now it's stipulated. It's now the new law of the land. So no, but, what? But, well, so what is it still provides you some protection? You didn't let me make my point. I agree with you that it does provide protection. Right. But I And I think that they probably should have another name for it other than vaccine. Okay, noted. We'll, we'll tell okay. the manufacturer. Well, I'll call Modernum and let them know. Modernum. You said Modernum. I'm aware of what <laughs> okay. I said. All right. Doug says, Eric, who the hell do you think you are? If you don't get vaccinated, you need to wear a mask all the time. I'm not letting the government dictate to me what I do or don't put on my body, let alone a whining liberal like you. He acts like it's impossible to get the virus or spread it when you're vaccinated. When there is a recent uh, Lancet infectious disease study that states vaccines have not yet um, have not yet minimal impact on spreading the virus. I guess have not yet achieved minimal impact on spreading the virus. But yet people like Eric want to say the reason the virus still exists is solely because of the unvaccinated. In our local paper, the coroner's report stated that we've had 17 deaths since October 22nd, and 10 of those were unvaccinated. This obviously means that seven were vaccinated. That's not great. I know it's less than the unvaccinated, but not that impressive to me. So, Eric, if you want to go around thinking you're better than others and totally immune with the COVID, go ahead, but you're sadly mistaken. Signed, Doug. And... Bob. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. Oh, how about when your insurance company say we're not going to pay your bill because you chose to get it and it's uh, considered suicidal or something like that? 
And what about the wall? You know, you're saying about the wall being built. Have you ever seen these people coming over top of the wall, throwing children down, no matter how high the wall is? It's not going to stop it. But the Trump wall was designed not to let people over. Oh, oh, really? Before he did it, I mean, he had a design, and it was designed to stop 100% of people trying to climb over it. Well, then that's not happening anyway. But, you know, when it comes to your workplace, OSHA is in charge of that, and they're the ones that are saying it's virus. As long as people won't get the vaccination, you know, how many people need to die before stupid people will wake up and get this vaccination, get our country back safe so we don't have to be talking this nonsense every other day? <laughs> you know, people are, people are starving, and, you know, people are yelling about fuel prices going up, food prices going up. Don't go to Walmart. Find another store that sells a lot less places. All right, we got you. Thank you. (laughs) I don't think you're going to find that. All right, Joe, you got a couple of emails. Yes, um, one of our emailers says, I would like to know what rank Eric holds in the Orwellian Army. (laughs) Orwellian Army. (laughs) That's funny. All right. And and then to Tom, Tom, you might do well to read the various articles in the bill, and I think that's the infrastructure bill. There are 42 new taxes written into this bill. Oh, I can't let you finish. Because it's mainstream media is not allowed right. to publish. Who this. has heard of this? Practically no one, as the media attempts to suppress the negative items of Biden's machinations. And he said, not one penny of new taxes will be raised on those earning under $400,000. Thank you, Brandon Biden. Signed, Dennis. (laughs) All right. Uh, Philadelphia Inquirer reported over the weekend, come next week, millions of commuters will be fighting sunset glare at 5 p.m. as they go home. Of course, this was written Friday. Uh, For the record, the clocks went back. The switching is a hostile act against the body's circadian rhythms that regulate the sleep-wake cycle. Uh, It's not as though the Earth's rotation speeds up when the clocks move up and slows down when they go back. From a circadian standpoint, you're out of sync for eight months, uh, said Dr. Charles Seisler, chief of the Division of Sleep and Circadian Disorders. So for eight months, we're going to be messed up? Uh, Yeah, that's what he says. But anyway, he's making the case that it's highly toxic for your body, not just makes you drowsy the whole week after or so, but that it's highly toxic to change the clocks. I couldn't disagree with that. I'm tired. I saw some fussy babies yesterday at church that weren't too happy about it. (laughs) But that's another topic. All right. Thank you, folks. We'll tune in tomorrow. You tune in tomorrow. This is WKOK Sunbury.